Hi, we're Life of Mummies, best friends and mums of two. I'm Holly. And I'm Sophie. And welcome to our podcast, where we will be providing you with all the unfiltered and uncensored truths of motherhood. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our Truths of Motherhood podcast. And today we're going to be talking all about working mum and stay-at-home mum. I just want to kick off with a statistic really quickly, which I'm sure a lot of stay-at-home mums can relate to. But stay-at-home mums work the equivalent of two and a half full-time jobs and without being paid. Which actually makes a lot of sense because I feel absolutely exhausted and feel like I can't actually string a sentence together most of the time. Literally feel like my brain is like fog. Stay-at-home mums are quite literally when when back before kids used to think of a stay-at-home mum think oh how lovely like sit at home in your pajamas cup of tea watch your children play on the carpet in front of you everything's really la-di-da and the birds are singing and everything's so peaceful and you can watch your favorite daytime programs it is absolutely I sweat more when I'm looking after my kids and I don't sit down at all rather than the my other kind of when I'm in the office completely different being at home is not actually being at home it's just it's not what you think before you have kids no and I think you learn the hard way as well because when you have that first baby and whether you've worked in the past or you haven't worked in the past either way you view it as yeah I'm gonna take maternity leave and I'm gonna be with my baby and it's gonna be really amazing time and like yeah I don't really know when I'll go back to work because you know this is gonna be like a really special time for me um or Whereas if, if you have never worked, you know, you just think like, oh, you know, this is the next chapter of my life. I'm just going to raise my children and I'm going to be really, you know, zen and it's going to be so fabulous. And then you get hit <laughs> with like the hard reality of the truth when you're left with a newborn and your husband goes back to work and you're absolutely resentful to them and literally feel like you can't even literally do your hair and able to like to be able to leave the house. You just are a bit of a mess. 100% like I, it's really funny because again like touching on pre-kids when you've obviously not had a child before you're pregnant with your first um all you think about is oh my god I cannot wait to go on maternity leave this is going to be the best thing ever to stay at home all day and be so cozy it's just going to be magical and then it's so true reality hits and you're just like fuck 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 gets me back to work like uh, the like after a few weeks and a few months you're just what is this? This is the busiest you've ever been. You you don't get any sleep. You don't get weekends anymore. And I now, obviously now we've both got two kids each. I've got quite a few um friends who are currently either pregnant with their first or just had their first. And it's really interesting because you always hear mums say, oh my God, like, why was I never told this before? Why didn't no one ever warn me about what it's like to have a child? Because the, my friend, the friends that I speak to are like, oh my God, I can't, can't wait to finish work. I've got one week left, like five days left, four days left, get me maternity leave. And I'm just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> magical. Because you don't want to be like, well, actually you're fucked. <laughs> You've got no idea. And then my friends who have just had their babies are like, why didn't you say anything? Oh my God, I'm an emotional mess. What do I do? This is not the life I imagined. And it's like, well... <laughs> <laughs> it's really it's a really hard one it's a, it's a tricky situation because you don't want to be like yeah I mean mate it's the best thing ever because it obviously is the best thing ever but it's also if you're, you're fucked like you're, you're fucked and you're, you're going to want to go back to work after eight months trust me that's that's the thing I think everybody's different everybody copes differently we started our blog at a time where we both had just had our first kids and we were like what the actual like this is really really testing because I think it's a combination of you know 
the no sleep that's really really a big part to play on it trying to find your new routine if you've got a baby that's got reflux or baby that's crying a lot or baby that's you know has tantrums or you find it hard to get out of the house whatever age that child ends up you know because some people stay at home with their kids until they're they go to school um I think it's just finding the techniques within yourself and that like inner calm to be able to navigate with no sleep and a baby that you've just, I remember so many times, like I was like, right, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make it and I'm going to be there on time. And you do all the right things. Then you'd get to the door and the baby would have an explosive poo or you'd get somewhere and you'd forget the baby bag. And then just the simple, tiny little things combined with no sleep. Now I used to cry and be like, it's not ending. There's no end. When does it like, if you have a hangover, you can like sleep the next day. There's no end. It doesn't finish. So I think it's just a mentally draining experience. And that's not to say that being a stay-at-home mum can't be beautiful and incredible and we're so lucky because all those things are true and there are moments of that. But we just found it, especially at the beginning, it's got much easier as they've got older because we we can handle them and we our lives have changed and we've moulded and we've grown. But yeah, at the yeah. beginning, it's very hard. And I think that the main thing is that our husbands don't seem or didn't seem to realise how hard it actually was. <laughs> you know what that must have not so much anymore but that must have been one of the biggest arguments and I think it's one of the biggest arguments in many parenting households because I always hear about it but it was one of our biggest arguments um when we had like when we first had Delilah that it was who was more tired who what was more stressful being at home being at work your husband would come home and be like oh my god this house is a mess what is going on and you are just honestly I would just stand there and like be like just either silent or cry because yeah. it's you think you're going to be on top of everything and you think that because you're going to be at home all day you will stay on top of things it's like even now I'll go to start a task but then one of the kids needs poo <laughs> or then I'll try and finish another task then one of the kids has fallen off a chair and it's utter okay. chaos and I think a lot trying to find the balance like I am the kind of person that I really cannot I cannot live in mess but I create mess and there's mess around me but I I know a lot of mums what they do at the end of the day they put the kids to bed and they tidy up I physically can't do that I have to tidy up and clean before my kids go to bed because I don't want to come down to a mess but everyone's different and I think it's about finding the balance of what works for you and what doesn't work for you but being being a stay-at-home mum is it's so it you're everything like you were saying before Sophie like you're a cook you clean you're the nurse what else carry on <laughs> the Lord who intended the accountant the babysitter you're the playmate you are the chauffeur you are the chef you are absolutely everything and I actually feel like there's just I don't know what it is I think there's just a lack of education going becoming a stay-at-home mum or even even if you're not a stay-at-home mum, I mean if you're just on maternity leave and you're taking that time off you know that you are still looking after your kid all day long and I just feel like there's a real lack of like being honest around the fact that it is hard because there's so many times where like James would come home from work and I would the house would be upside down and I'm the same as you like mess really overwhelms me but I'm a really messy person but the problem I have yeah. is once I create the mess I find it very overwhelming to start I don't know where to start to, to clean it up so then I turn around and every cupboard is open and there's crap everywhere and I'm just so overwhelmed and like I remember the witching hour like you know five o'clock Zach would be crying his eyes out and James would come home and I literally would be like please can you just help me like take this baby away and I need to just go in a dark room and sit by myself for a minute it's I remember at the beginning as well we used to go to the gym in the nights didn't we we used to go at like oh, yeah. and sleep 
we'd go every night just to get out of the house it's so it is it is so true I mean that doesn't even happen now now you've got two but I think it's it's so true I think you're so used to a certain structure and routine before kids of your life and you'd wake up you'd have a shower you'd get yourself together you'd have a coffee you'd go to work you'd come home you'd you were used to this certain structure and then all of a sudden everything just gets completely turned on its head and flipped upside down it's a brand new life you've got to find a brand new routine you feel different you emotionally physically everything is very, very different but yet you're husband is still carrying on the same life that they have lived for years nothing really changes for them yes they have a child when they come home and obviously you know things are very different but generally speaking their day-to-day lives are exactly the same and it's really hard and I think that's one of the biggest challenges when you first have kids in your marriage is that the men have to really find an understanding of what their wives are going through and yes I understand husbands as well have much more financial pressure but mentally you know women have given up so much as well to to become a stay-at-home man but like like you said whether you do go back to work or not that maternity leave I do though feel like you really do find a new version of yourself whilst things might be hard and we're all being very negative here but you know truth of motherhood and all that you do find a new version of yourself and you do come out of it probably hopefully sometimes a better version of you. Can I just tell you that I'm finding the better version of me now and I have yeah. a five-year-old and a two-year-old so it's taking me five years to get there. I genuinely feel like I see my sisters, I have I have older sisters who have older kids and they are bossing life and whizzing around and the house is clean and they're making dinner and they've got older kids but like they fully settled into their role they're not complaining about anything anymore and obviously they don't have toddlers they don't have babies but like I feel like we've kind of struggled with that like identity loss and you know wanting to look after ourselves and and look nice but then not having the time to and and then you know I can't explain like all those things you sort of give up which when before you have kids like that's all you really like you know you you go and get your hair done and you get ready to go out and you take two hours and you know whereas you realize that when you have kids like you literally if you turn up that's the plus like whether you've got makeup on or whether you've washed your hair or whether you've got yesterday's leggings on or whether your t-shirt's got a stain on it like I don't wash my t-shirt sometimes I've got a stain on it I'm like I'll just wear it tomorrow like no one cares no one's looking it's so true it it is it's it's so true and it's it's like like for example when I think about being obviously a stay-at-home mom oh my god this is gonna sound it's gonna sound awful but it's the truth I work part-time as well on top of our blog obviously and I'm also a mum however so I also work part-time three days a week in PR and I'm not gonna lie when pre-kids I used to be like oh my god I can't wait to leave I can't do this anymore I can't wait to have a baby I can't wait to sit at home oh my fuck seriously stepping foot into that office when I'm in there don't get me wrong it's quite a high pressure stressful job and obviously I'm stressed being there but it is absolutely nothing compared to being all day every day seven days a week that office as much as I have my own different pressures is my sanity sitting down it's honestly like it if you had said this to me pre-kids I would have been like do me a favor absolutely not I I never wanted to go back to work when I had to lie I was like I'm never going back I don't ever it is honestly I've now gone back after Delilah and after Jax and it is my sanctuary. I actually love my job. I love it now. I actually enjoy the work I'm doing and stimulating my brain. However, it is being a working mum and a lot of mums I do speak to who do work full-time, part-time, it is hard because you are juggling a job and being a mum and being a wife. And obviously we've got our blog and I find myself juggling those three things all week and it's very hard to switch your brain from work mode to mum mode to blog mode to to wife mode and actually sometimes I am extremely overwhelmed because it's utterly fucking exhausting so working mums as well it is 
fucking that's also fucking hard juggling everything all day school runs and all the different bits and bobs but it's, that's the thing it's it's a hard one because it's like I've always been a stay-at-home mum I have like it's hard as it's strange to actually say that but I have since the minute I've had them I've done every school run I've picked them up I've been stay-at-home mum consistently other than the blog which we say other than the blog that actually is our job and it brings us an income and we have campaigns to shoot and we have podcasts to film and we've both always done that surrounded by the kids we've never we've always like you know had to create content and one of us entertains and the other ones runs outside then one of us is editing it or we're doing it in the evenings like you know and now obviously you have gone back to work for you know three days a week which is a big pressure on top of that and I do realize how lucky we both are because your boss is obviously also really flexible with you to be able to pick up our kids and never really miss anything important because I'm surrounded by women here that you know have really highly stressful jobs and they just don't see their kids and they have to have helpers or someone else to pick them up and then you have the whole other end of the spectrum where they don't spend enough time with their kids and they feel really guilty about it so a friend of mine from home I've known her for years she was a partner in like a really 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 high powered job and she decided that she'd missed so many activities for her kids she could never pick her kids up you know she had someone else do it the whole time because she had to because she was working and she decided to quit her job and spend time with her children and do all the things that she couldn't do because she felt like she was really missing out and her kids weren't you know she felt like they were affected by it so she did she decided to to leave her job and she used to tell me the whole time that it was absolutely not what she thought it was going to be she found herself going from this really really high power job and being completely the most important person in the room at every point to being to, to not even knowing what she was doing with herself, to, to being late to pick up and, you know, just to feeling completely lost, like she had no routine, no structure. Um, her kids, she was like, hey, yeah, done it now. Like, seen them, like, can't. She, and she said to me, there's absolutely no way in hell I can do this forever. She was like, I, I need stimulation. I need structure. I need to feel important. Whereas, like, when you're dealing with your kids' issues on a daily basis, you can sometimes, like, I'm arguing with Zach this morning about why he can't have chocolate for breakfast or why he can't drink Gatorade, which is like this sports drink for breakfast, you know? And like, I've spent like too much of my energy arguing <laughs> with a five-year-old that you end up like, and I end up actually arguing with him. And he's like, yeah, anyway, you lose yourself. You lose your, like all that kind of independence. So it is, I guess it is really finding a balance and it's down to the individual person and what they need, you know, to, to be stimulated. Some people absolutely yeah. love being a stay-at-home mum. They absolutely love it. And it's their pride and joy and, and and they're so happy with it. I think for both of us, we both have struggled with it. A hundred percent. I think one of the biggest things which we always talk about and we hear a lot of other mums talk about is the guilt, the mum guilt, no matter what you do, whether you're a working mum, like you said, your friend from back here, like the guilt of not seeing your children, the guilt of knowing someone else might have to raise them for you, the guilt of missing out on school runs or school shows. And then you also have the guilt of being a stay-at-home mum because you feel like because you're consistently in each other's faces, you're always shouting at them, you're, you don't have any patience, you don't want to play with them. And then you're guilty because you feel like you're being, you go to bed, and you're like, oh my God, I need to be a better mum I need to be a nicer mum and then you wake up it's the same thing and then the guilt of feeling guilty because you've lost yourself and you've lost your identity I think mum guilt is such a huge part of all of this it really is and it's like you said it's so true finding that balance and like you said before it's taken us like even now I would say you're right Delilah's five, Jax is two, two and a half, whatever. And I only am now starting to kind of find myself again. Oh, like, what, didn't you find something before that it says what the salary would be? Yeah, if so you 
so so I think I feel like the reason we wanted to make this podcast as well is that hats off to all the women that work and run a family and you know it's an amazing thing to be able to do to have your brain on for work and then like you said Holly come home and have it on for the kids and you have mum guilt and you know you find that you know you're always chasing your tail and it's really really emotionally probably draining and then the stay-at-home mum we both feel like there's a real lack of an understanding of actually how hard that is and I find a guilt when people say to me so also what do you do and I say that oh I've got you know I've got my blog and I do a bit of freelance social media and this and the other but but yeah I bet I'm like to say the words make me feel like I am embarrassed no like I like I failed like I'm not successful enough or clever enough or like that I'm a bit it's just a stigma around a stay-at-home mum whereas like I met a woman um yesterday who was talking to me about being a stay-at-home mum and she was like it is fucking awful I hate it it's tedious like and I was like oh thank you you're my person you know like we just want to be there for the women that realize that how like hard and stressful it is but yeah so I found a statistic uh what was it a salary online so it said mums should be charging around £115,000 a year for the work as a stay-at-home mum. According to a report published by Forbes and Salary.com, the average mother should be charging £115,000 per year for the degree of work they do, according to a spokesman for Salary.com. The average work of a stay-at-home mum is equivalent to around 10 different jobs completed by the same person. Well, yes, there you go. And it's like... it's so true because even like even my husband now Adam like it has taken him a few years he really does understand now and finally over the last year year I'd say he does say to me I don't know how you do it because there have been times and he's incredible I I, I have to say he's an amazing hands-on dad he's incredible has like he is he does a lot however when he is with the kids on his own for even a day he is like, get me out of this fucking house. I'm going fucking insane. And I hear him screaming at them after being with them for 20 minutes. He's like, ah, what are you doing? Ah! And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm laughing because he he gets it now. And it's taken a long time, but he does get it. But do you, so, do you find, I find this, okay, he's obviously going to listen to this and I'm going to get in a lot of trouble, but I guess that's what it's for. I find that when my husband is with the kids by himself again he's taken them both out this morning so that we can do the podcast he is really hands-on he baths them every night he puts Zach to bed I'm very very lucky some fathers come home after the kids are asleep I am not um you know denying the fact that we're both really lucky I know Adam works later than James but he's amazing on the weekends with the kids and you know we've lucked out however I find that when he is with them and I do do something for myself which is extremely rare very 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 rare I get a text message after about 25 minutes and that text says they're really pissing me off they're driving me mad not eating he's not doing this she's not doing that I can't get out can't find the hat can't do this and I'm like and I I had to say to me the other day listen I understand that maybe you're not used to it because you're not doing it every day and I get that they are difficult but leave me alone like I need to be able to switch off and relax because if I'm going out and doing something for me and you're texting me every minute telling me there's a problem, they're not doing this, they're not listening, like that's stressful for me. Like I said, Tim, I don't even speak to you today. Imagine what I deal with in the day. It's nothing to do with you. I leave you alone. I deal with it by myself. Like, yeah, I'll stop. Sorry. It's, it is so it's so true. Cause I, <laughs> that's why I was laughing. Because like I said, Adam is great. But like, 
he honestly every morning will spend a long time getting himself ready for work and then on the weekends if I'm trying to like have a bath or a shower whatever I'm doing I'm telling you seven minutes in I have a kid coming in like trying to get in my bath or trying to take my makeup and I'm like Adam please I just need 10 minutes or if he doesn't get to have his shower go to the toilet in peace he's like he'll be texting me like can you come and get the kids they're on the toilet door and I'm like no actually no no don't go to the toilet alone and I don't have a bath alone so no he's like please take them away and I'm like no but I, I find that I ended up being like really passive aggressive and like if he messages me and he's like I'm trying to go to the toilet like you'd say I'm like can you please get one of the kids I'm like and I, I literally rather than be like come on kids I'm like how do you think I go to the toilet <laughs> oh it's so true but yeah that is it like stay at home mum working mum no matter what mum it is all hard it's all filled with guilt it's all finding a balance it's all also like help you know your partner having to try and understand and sympathize and it's a it's a whole it's a whole different world two yeah, different worlds. I, I do think though the thing that I've learned which I don't really do which a friend of ours taught me is it's all about respect and give and take and like if we let them have their time I say let them like you know they want to go and play football they want to go out for a drink with their friends yep yeah, you go and then you know then he'll do the same for you you know and it's silly that you have to do tip for tap but I remember at one point um he wanted to do something on the weekend I was like no I've had them all week why should he do something on the weekend and then I've got them again on a Saturday after having them on a Friday and my, our friend was like well the thing is this if you let him do something on the Saturday then you go and do something on the Sunday so I think it's about like I've now done that with James like he's like I've got a football Monday night I'm like okay go I want you to go please go because then I can just put in my little diary like oh one tip for me <laughs> that's so true that's so true because Adam's been out um, a couple of times recently so I've literally made mental notes like right where am I going next week and one other thing I feel about being like a working mum is on top of like I was mentioning before like having your mum hat on your work can you get him please I literally point in case he's banging on the door can you please get him Sorry, I'm busy. I'm working, Bubs. Yeah. This is what I mean. Adam is downstairs. And I'm trying to... <laughs> like, genuinely. <laughs> so, as I was saying, um, I feel like when I'm in the office, I'm working, got my work hat on. If one of the kids isn't well, who gets the phone call? Not Adam, me. The mum gets the phone call. And it's who's got to leave work? Me. Who's got to make the childcare arrangements if my kids are off sick or, if, you know, if there's half terms or hol holidays, whatever it is, who's got to sort the kids out? Me. And it, that is also one of the biggest things that a lot of mums I know that also juggle like childcare and a job is it's really stressful because stressful, when your kids aren't well, it's on our shoulders. Yeah, and the amount of times you've been like, oh, I'm working from home with two kids that are ill, your kids like to get at the same time and then you've got to juggle <laughs> them and your work. Oh, yeah exactly and it is honestly like and sometimes when I've said to Adam I'm really sorry but you're gonna have to you're gonna have to stay at home maybe for a couple of hours and help me he'll be like no I'd rather take the day off because I cannot work with them around me and I'm like yeah I know <laughs> yeah it's so true and also like when you're looking for a job like for me out here I'm I'm, tr I'm trying to do something part-time and it's like I need I want to be able to pick up the kids they finish school at 250 so I've got to work from nine till two really you know it's it's always it's, it's I guess it's our our compromise yeah I think we should wrap this one up though but it's definitely been an interesting one which I'm sure a lot of mums can definitely relate to but yeah stay at home mum working mum mum guilt we hope you enjoyed and we hope you can relate and obviously like we always say if there's anything you ever want us to talk about or discuss in future podcast episodes please drop us a message but have a lovely rest of the day 
Yeah. And good luck. Godspeed. <laughs> Bye from us. Bye.